If you guys woke up in a room you didn't recognize... Happens all the time. Go on. Uh, clearly, you've been uh, uh, captured, and you're about to face one of Jigsaw's mini traps. That has not happened yet to me. Which one would make you instantly fail? Like, if, if there was just like a, a, a trap designed for us personally, what would get us to just basically... Like, when you say fail, you mean like... Die. Die, or like, you know, do something that was terrible to ourselves. I, I think most of his end in death, so I would mean, yeah. Okay. Kill you. Well, honestly, that would be any of the traps if we just didn't bother trying. <laughs> if we would need a specialized one if we just weren't good at, like, Rubik's well, Cube. is there one that you would refuse to even... Like, that's it for me. I'm a goner. There's like no the way I Like the needle one in Saw 2. 2. Oh, fuck that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, like a hypodermic needle pool. Ooh. I mean, that one, yes. Anything to do with, like, spiders... Spiders. Yeah. Like I don't even inflection. like saying that word. We watched arachnophobia the other night. Ugh. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm going to go with any kind of spider-based trap. Spider-based trap? Okay. Yeah. I would say for me, it would have to be... Ooh. It could be one of three things. It could be one where they basically put me in like a big like hot tub full of ice cream. I mean, it wouldn't be hot, but it would just be like a, like a big hot tub full of ice cream. And they'd be like, you can't eat any of this ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yo, I'm dead. Straight up. Mm-hmm. I'm eating that fucking ice cream. It doesn't really feel like a jigsaw puzzle, though. <laughs> I mean, you know, they know how to get me. <laughs> so, um, Are you saying you're, you have such a weakness to ice cream that you couldn't not eat it to live? Straight up. There would be, it, would, it would be a hard-fought battle, possibly. Um, more than likely, it would be if they put on like the end of Karate Kid, and they're like, you can't sing along to you're the best around. I, like, you can't hum it. You can't sing it. I would, just, I would probably have to like, give in. I can't like hear that song without like getting into it. It's impressive that you'd wake up in a tub of ice cream, confused and dazed, and be like, "Okay, yeah." To be fair, I've almost I've been halfway there before. I have woken up in a bathtub that's basically been drained with a bowl that was used for ice cream. I feel like Garrett wouldn't even hit play on the tape recorder. He would just start (laughs) eating and die without even knowing what happened. happened? I probably would not second guess. I'd be like, "Well, so this happened. Sweet." And the fact that your own body is in the ice cream wouldn't slow you down at all. No, okay. I'm very clean, you guys. This okay. jigsaw puzzle sounds like a Friday night on 1989, really. <laughs> hey, Karate Kid and some ice cream. <laughs> That's my life as an adult. What are you talking about? 89, 2019, whatever. Yeah, it's all just years. Uh, mine's math. If you give me, <laughs> if you give me a semi... He's so resigned to death. Math, straight yeah. up. <gasps> Look, if you hand me a semi-complex equation and I'm, I'm going to get injured, it's like not even being hooked up to a trap. He's like, you need to carry that too. He's like, you can carry my body out of here because I'm dead, bro. If there's, a, if there's a fraction, I'm dead. As, like, <laughs> it's a fraction. Man, I'm done for. What about like Pythagorean's theorem? Could I don't you handle even know that what one? that is. What does that mean? A plus B plus C You're squared? You're so close. Yeah, A squared plus B squared <laughs> equals yeah. C squared. Yeah. Do you know how long it's been since I've used math? Can you find the circumference of a circle? We've had calculators and computers for so long. I'm lucky I can still multiply things. Wow. Mark, how many, how many digits of pi can you get? Two. 3.14... Seven to nine repeating. I only know up to three point one four. So I don't know the answer. Jenkins. <laughs> I thought right. it was one though. I think I thought it was three four one. Probably. Look, like I'm saying, I don't need to remember any of this stuff now because it's all in my pocket. Unless you're in a jigsaw puzzle, then it's not. <laughs> Ooh. And then I'm dead. Fucked. <laughs> Hey, 
Hey, all you creatures from cyberspace. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Grave Talk Podcast. My name is Mark. Again, joined with Garrett and John. Fellas, how are we doing today? It's Friday, so better than average. Yeah, it is Friday. We're recording on a Friday. Which that's is true. unusual. So if this podcast sounds better, that's why. If it sounds worse, probably just because we're, yeah. Yeah, basically, if anything is out of the norm, yeah. that's why. Just blame that. Good or bad. Yeah. Eight hours of work straight into recording. Let's see if we can bring the energy. Yeah, well, uh, I didn't do that, but that was what Mark did. Oh, oh okay. I am. Yeah. I'm also bringing beer, Woo! so it'll help. <laughs> Mark is prepared. I literally, as John can verify... Had tiny little mini donuts and a bowl of ice cream for dinner before this, so I'm good. Was it in a pool of ice cream? No, it was not in a pool. Karate Kid. No, oh. but I do have an oversized bathtub, and now I am thinking of how much it would cost to actually make this happen. There's a math question for you, Mark. How much ice cream would you <laughs> yeah. have to buy to fill up a tub? It, to, we could all die at the same time. <laughs> to be honest, it's the it's the wordy questions in the math class that would always fumble me up. The wordy you questions. Know. Sarah has three buckets full of 14 ounces of. Yeah, it's like over here is the X, Y, and Z, and you have to figure that out. That's algebra, isn't it? That's algebra. Yeah. I don't know if I can do that anymore. What about trig? Good luck. I'm going to hire a tutor. You got to use foil. I remember (laughs) that one. Oh, yeah. First out in last. Yeah. Is that? That's it. I remember something. Yeah. All right. Mark may live for like five minutes. (laughs) If you want me to tutor your kids, please contest at that. GreatTalkiCloud.com. So, you know, now you know FOIL, probably no PEMDAS, and you know uh, Pythagorean's Theorem. You're good. All right. Give me Welcome a back to Number Crunch with your host, Garrett. We're going to crunch some numbers. Give me a weekend and a refresher course. I might be back on track. But today, we're here to talk about a movie from 2004, back when I used to know math. A movie that I went and saw at the theater back in my I don't go watch horror movies at the theater days. I was going to ask you guys, what was your experience when Saw came out? By the way, we're talking about Saw. I don't remember. I cannot remember when I saw Saw. Oh, I imagine I must have seen it at the movie theaters because I was working at a movie theater in 2004, but it was so immemorable. It is just fast. Like it just faded into my memory. This was, I remember seeing the trailer and going, holy shit. Okay. Because the trailer, I don't know if you guys remember the trailer, but the trailer was literally like one man, the crusade, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like all the fucking death traps. The trailer made this movie look like it was going to be one elaborate, like, Rube Goldberg of, like, death trap after death trap like after the cube. death trap. Yes, like The Cube, which was not a great movie, but pretty cool. Yeah, it was a cool cool concept. But that was the whole trailer. And so, and as we'll get into the plot of this, that is not what this movie is. <laughs> I barely, I didn't even remember the movie, so I definitely don't remember the trailer. It, it turns out I only remembered the last 10 minutes of the movie. Before I watched it for this podcast, I could have only told you the end of Saw. I forgot everything that happened leading up to the famous scene. I remember Danny Glover vividly. Yeah, and how ineffectual he turned out to be. Because I remember in the theater yelling out, going, this dude's getting too old for this shit. Yeah. Well, I remember- and only like three dudes <laughs> laughed, and I was like, thank you, three random people. I remembered he was in the movie. I could not have told you what he did in the movie die i suppose but i was dating a girl who was heavily in a typo negative at the time oh so she was just all up on this movie's nuts right up her alley because yeah. this movie is basically like a typo marilyn manson music video that basically has been like elongated with the plot the way it's shot the oh, way it sounds editing, editing the oh, soundtrack man. oh god yes this movie feels so dated more so than some of the 80s films we've watched recently i'd say yeah 
I think it's just that style of editing that thankfully I think has sort of faded out now where it was just like, let's not show anything for more than 30 seconds. Or if something like basically we need that behind energy to shake the camera frantically yes. and do edits back and forth. The cars chase at the end oh, were fast forwarded. <laughs> fast forward. It's basically like cut, 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 cut between two vehicles. It was like, you do not need this. No. Like whatever you're trying to do here, you are not increasing tension. You're just pissing me and off. If you can spin the camera, do that as much as possible. It's literally Certainly. like that Nine Inch Nails Closer video only sped up 2.5. And that's what this <laughs> yeah, is like. Basically, like, again, this is just like, it's it's a product of yeah. its time for sure, which was fine. I mean, everyone yeah, had its, it do, had its but, place. Oof. But there was some choices in this movie where it was like, oh, oh God, 2004. You yeah. cruel bastard. Yeah. I think this movie is a lot like Blair Witch Project in that it started a whole trend of movies that like deviated so far. I forgot how tame this movie was, especially in oh. comparison to like Saw 7 or whatever. Like, well, which came out first? Hostile? Not Hostile. Um, uh, Cabin Fever or Saw? Oh, they had to be so I close. I think it was Cabin, Cabin Fever. Cabin Fever was like the late 90s, wasn't it? No, it was 2000s. It might have been 2002, though. Man, because I because th- I was trying to think of like when Eli Roth came on the scene with his like let's do like crazy creepy gore shit. I know Hostel came after Saw. I do remember that, but I th- yeah, think Hostel Cabin Fever Saw. was first. I don't know what Mark's looking up, so I'm just gonna Google yeah. Cabin Fever. But so anyway, my 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 impression of it is like we saw the trailer, we were like, oh, that looks crazy. We got to see all these crazy contraptions. 2002. Okay, it was Cabin Fever, Eli Roth, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then we went to the movie, and within the first quarter of the movie, you have basically spent every trap that you saw in the trailer. <laughs> Everything you saw in the trailer was like, you're done. You're spent. You're like, oh, well, there must be like 30 more traps that I'm going to get to mm. see because this is crazy. No, that does not happen. This movie is less horror movie and more cop. It's uh, total cop drama. Yeah. Cop drama. But yeah. I will say this. The I remember watching this movie at the theater and at the very end being really disappointed going, wow, that's not what I thought it was. That's not great. Why did I, you know, on the second viewing this far out, because I have not seen Saw since wow. it first came out. This is a much better film. Other than the things that feel dated, this movie, now that my expectations are properly set, felt, because I knew I was not going to get like all these like traps the whole movie. This movie was so much more enjoyable for me. I, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, but back then, I had no expectations. I remember, I think I saw the trailer and was like, I don't want to see this Mudvayne video. Oh, really? But... Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, my typo negative girlfriend rented it and I watched it at her house and I was like, wow, that was actually pretty decent, you know, like because hmm. it was less of like a just a torture porn movie that they would later become. And it was more of, yeah, like the procedural. When did this movie release? Did we hit its 15 year anniversary yet? Because that would be very timely, right? We, yeah, but what day? The exact release no, date? I, don't I can know. look that up. Because if we were excellent podcasters, we'd release this on the 15th year anniversary. I think it was in October. It was in October when this movie came out. I know that. Yeah, I, I know later on, every October, it was fucking saw season for like eight I, years in It a was row. close to October. Think, October yeah. 29, 2004. Okay. So because it was a Halloween years. release. It was one of those things like, this Halloween. Yeah experience fear and, and it was like every oh. Halloween for seven more years it was saw year but time. to be fair that's fine like that's Ugh. I mean I'm cool with like having a big like horror movie yeah, come yeah. out around saw like that. Halloween time but saw was I mean the thing is saw's trailer made it seem like this is it get your fucking horror boners ready because this it's, <laughs> you're gonna be hard for an hour and a half um speaking of an hour and a half there's two versions of this film the regular and the extended Un- uncut director's edition. Oh, Both are the exact same length. <laughs> what? An hour and 43 minutes. And what's the difference? I do not know. 
But I was All like, right. are they just fucking pulling the wool over rise and just putting directors unrated on things now just to resell it? Yes. Probably. Oh, like, yeah. but they they the same There's like exact one link. scene and it's like three <laughs> more seconds long and they're like, that's it. So I will say that I really thought this movie came out earlier. I thought this was like a 2000 release. Yeah, and I was actually too. like racking my brain. Every time I looked at the release, I was like, oh, four. That seemed way too late for this franchise to start. Like, I literally thought I saw it before September 11. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's your benchmark. <laughs> but like, this was a pre-September 11th movie. No, this was a definitely post 9-11 movie. Oh, Look easily. how dark and grim it is. Like, I lived in a different city back when that happened. And then this was, I was like in Austin when, um, when Saw came out. Yeah. So. And like one of the things I asked Mark, and I guess maybe it was just like our post 9-11 zeitgeist, but how what was going on in America that for so many years, watching people get mutilated was like one of the biggest box office draws That's in the still, fucking country. What are you talking country. about? That's, that was since like the beginning of horror. Not like torture porn like this, though. Okay, man. the, this e, took, the well, Eli Roth saw, stuff but like, like really like took it to an extreme. But the thing is like in the 70s, look at Chainsaw. I mean, sure, it's not quite as like high high quality like value picture because like the technologies wasn't there but there was some grody ass shit in the early 80s guys yeah but not like this where it's literally just watching someone get tortured to oh, death oh there was there was maybe maybe we didn't weren't exposed to it as much but like having like like my last girlfriend was like super horror queen like she knew all the shit I've seen some shit that I'm like, yeah, I did not know that exists, and I question why it even exists at this point. I think what John is getting at is how did it become so mainstream? Right. Yeah, oh, okay. We even just back, became desensitized. Back then, yeah, it must have been super niche. Now it was like the number one box office draw was let's watch someone fucking get pushed into a trap of needles or it's get the same reason you guys don't watch missionary up. porn on the internet anymore. Come on. <laughs> you know what's up. Oh, it's just uh But leading into this, in two thousand one we had Itchy the Killer, the others came out, two thousand two we had twenty eight days later resident evil the ring and then we had high tension that's a pretty visceral movie then the chainsaw remake then the grudge then we got saw and then hostile came out the year after that so hostile i rewatched not that long ago like saw way way less gory than you remember then hostile 2 fucking shifts it up a notch because hostile basically and I don't know if I'm exactly right, but I remember like seeing song going like, oh, this is going to be the creepiest, goriest shit I've seen on the screen because I wasn't super deep into horror, but I was like, this was like my mainstream, like, okay, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to dip my toes into this bloody water. Um, no, it wasn't until Hostel came out that like I started seeing like the torture porn movies becoming so mainstream and that may have just been my exposure to it. But yeah, once Hostel came out, a deluge of that shit. Yeah, it was like, I think what can Saw we get away with? It up, on, though. Maybe because it made is, like, but there was so little like you didn't see million shit dollars in or Saw though. Right? You want to know how much it made? Yeah, I think it made a hundred over a hundred million dollars. Dude, it was huge. The budget was one point two million and made one hundred and three million. Yeah, that shit's fucking crazy. So that after that, Hollywood was like more of hence, this. Hence shit. why we got eight sequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This 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 franchise is on the verge of becoming a one billion dollar property and. You don't think they're making another one? They're making another one. Well, then they say There's Jigsaw is going to be the last one. And number nine is going to happen. Uh, Jigsaw well, was course. really bad. I never saw it. So <laughs> I don't know if you guys have seen the rest of the series, but I saw one, two. And then after that, like me and my buddy were like, we don't have the like fucking patience to sit through all these films. Let's just read the Wikipedia. So we read the entire <laughs> like franchise Wikipedia to learn what happened. This shit's complicated. Oh, dude, oh, it's, it's stupidly stories. complicated. Like it is like everything has tethers connected to everything. It's so fucking like. And two of the movies happen at the same time. Yes. Oh no, all five of the first five movies all take place in the same two weeks of each other. Whoa, are That's, you serious? Yeah, because I've watched five movies in three days. 
Oh, wow. Yeah, I watched Saw 1 through 5. Martin doesn't, I only do, made it doesn't do anything <laughs> mellow. He just goes hard. I made it 1 through 4, and 4, I was like, I'm done. So back when they originally released, I watched 1, 2, and 3, and I was like, I'm good. Don't need yeah. any more of that. And then I like decided, like, well, let's, let's kind of peel some of this back. It's just like the events of part one are continually compounded upon each sequel. There's more protégés that Jigsaw has, and there's more traps and more people involved. And it's just like... That's why I could never distinguish one, two, three, or four, you know? Yeah. Because like, it's all the same event. It all happens around the same time. Yeah, I mean, I just watched one, two, and three, and I still cannot really separate two and three in my mind. One, I can, like, is pretty unique. Two and three just fucking blur together. Yeah, I do the same thing. Like, when I was, like, I was watching, uh, when I watched two, I was reading about three, I was like, I thought that was two. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, no. Yeah, they get very kind of familiar. But, I mean, that happens with any franchise. But the thing is, this is built off the the concept of check out these traps. And yeah. this movie, the first one, is not check out these traps. Yeah. It's like check out this convoluted story about these people who are connected. Yeah, I feel like Saw, as what it became, started in Saw 2. Saw 1, I think they were like surprised by their the success that they had. And they're like, all right, let's dial this up. And then Saw 2 is much more like the rest of the Saw movies and how the franchise goes yes. than Saw 1. Well, it's like Final Destination. You yeah. know, they really knew, like, they're like, this is what people are here to see. You know, this is what, you know, there was, it, it became its gimmick. And they were like, we can cash in on that. You know, and at the end of the movie, uh, the first movie, you only get a split second with the main villain. Yeah, you know what I mean. It wasn't until two they started fleshing this whole this whole thing out. You know, oh, he's a cancer patient. You know, all this other stuff that didn't come till two. Yeah, and then well, by I like mean, four, he's like, it's some pretty sort of blatant. Well, it's pretty blatant yeah. at the end of one. So like, I think that was supposed to be the surprise of like, you know, you know what it was. But yeah, this was this was an interesting movie though because this really did play itself off as kind of in a way torture porn. You know, not like the the Eli Roth way we know, but this kind of like check all these crazy traps. How are these people going to get out of them? And it wasn't that. It ended up being this like really deep kind of like interconnected story. Now, I am going to say, while I did enjoy this on a second watch, the bad acting was that much more apparent. <laughs> and there are some really low rent actors in this. And there's some big names, too. Is one of the ones you're going to say chained inside the bathroom? Carrie Lewis. Or Kelly oh, I was going to say the other guy. Oh, that guy's pretty bad, too. Again, there's only, like, two good actors in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> and even then, their performances aren't great, so... Well, before we uh, just jump into this, I just wanted to touch on the uh, one last thing on the torture porn aspect. Um, I didn't watch a lot of the sequels because I didn't want to be cringed. You know, like, I don't enjoy, like, squirming at the TV because of body mutilation. You know what I mean? That yeah. just doesn't... It really interests me at all. I don't need to see that. I don't find that I agree. appealing. I will say, after watching five of these in three days, halfway through movie three, nothing was bothering me anymore. I became desensitized to all the traps. Really? Even the twisty trap? I think that was in four. Oh, where it was like... Uh, yeah. yeah. Just like, even that his, one? Like, spin his head around oh, at the end. Oh, dude, that what? one fucked me up, man. <laughs> yeah, he's like on this thing, and it's just twisting his arm till all the bones yeah. break. Oh, God. And the very last thing is it rotates his head really slowly. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Four, generally, very shitty, but that trap, that... <laughs> yeah. oh, we just, just have, I'm sure there's a super cut of all the, the saw traps be, out there. Apparently, uh, there's 81 traps. See, that's what I'm saying. Across all like, the movies. And they someone get, had some ideas, and then they were just like, people came for the traps... We got to get more of that in these movies. They get so crazy, though, that it's like you would need a fucking team of people, not one cancer patient or. OK, fine. He gets apprentices. At some point, his team's like two people. 
But it's like, dude, you built a whole fucking like Disney World of traps. See, they okay. need they need uh, <laughs> Sith level rules. You can only have two at a time. Yeah, the Master and the Apprentice. Was there a particular trap that really made you cringe? Like in the first one? Yeah, that you couldn't stand. Ooh, yeah. Like, what's your what's your your trap, boys? Oh man, I don't remember all the traps in the first one. Um, well, well, the one the, with Amanda, right? Amanda it's with a mouth. The, oh, the backwards yeah. uh, bear trap. Yes, the Ooh. backwards bear trap. There's the razor wire one. Okay, that wasn't the first one. That's the one, the razor wire For one. For me, no. it's the glass and the candle, like where it has to like unlock the, the safe to get out of the room, and he's got like the, the flammable stuff on him. He's got the candle. Oh, right. There's all he's these numbers covered, in the wall. He's covered in the wax. Mm-hmm. He's covered in, oh, that's like flammable Or flammable uh, grease or whatever. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. basically he's like, this code is somewhere on any of these numbers. You have to like walk around with this little candle to read it because it's a dark room, but there's glass. Stepping on glass, I have fucking sensitive feet. Like stepping on like fucked up shit. Like every time I see a movie, when like they're like, we got to get out of the house. I'm like, grab your shoes. <laughs> like that's the first thing I always yell. Um, I'm going with that one. That, that one, one was, was pretty bad. The roughest. Walking I mean, on glass is crazy. I can slowly tough. wade my way through fucking like barbed wire, razor oh, wire, and stuff. So it would tough. suck, but like I can. But I can. But that pace dude was on a three minute timer or yeah, whatever. You know, slow like, oh, he only like, had three minutes. He's like, you got to go fast or you're yeah. dead. Oh, yeah. I thought he had like forty minutes or some no, shit. It was no, like, Jigsaw's puzzle is always timed. Well, I know, but I thought like everyone else is all like, you got like three hours, you got like forty five minutes. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go watch this episode of Seinfeld if I'm not back in time. You know, it's just like, yo, <laughs> but like, yeah, three minutes. Okay, fuck that. That would actually kind of suck really bad. But you can also do this. You can. I'm 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 doing a physical thing that you can't see on the podcast. But like, hold your arms up in front of you to like cover certain areas. I mean, it's not that easy, but I'm just saying your arms are going to be mangled. Yeah. To to walk from wall to wall across glass and not fucking drop that candle and not like catch on fire. Catch on fire. That's, Ooh, that's the one for me. So after getting desensitized, there was one in number five that made me start cringing again. And it's, uh, you, they had to put these, their hands inside of this hole and there was a giant buzzsaw. And they had to fill up this jar of ten pints of blood. So they're literally just like oh, oh, I remember razor blade razor like through the, the finger yeah. crevices. Yeah. Like a buzz saw's going and they gotta put that straight between their, their two fingers until oh. they drain enough blood to fill up that jar. And when the guy pulls his hand out, it's like two pieces waving around from his elbow I forward. I fucking remember that one. Gross. Yeah. I was like, oh my God. I like, kind of want to, I need to see a super cut of this, but I don't have to sit through the fucking storylines. In story the first lines. five, the one that I always remember, and I don't remember what movie it is, is some guy's like strapped down to a, like a table of some kind. And then there's just this big ass blade swinging. That's the beginning of five. Okay. That's how number five starts. It's like a pendulum razor. Oh, and wow. his, he's got to put his hands within these vices and they're going to crush and break every bone in his hand and then it will release the trap. Well, oh, fuck that. It doesn't. He still gets spliced in half what? anyway. Yeah. Because it's not Jigsaw, it's a copycat. The movie's going Okay, never mind. Let's <laughs> yes. go back to one. All right, let's. Okay. We're getting derailed on that, shenanigans. That trap sticked with me all the It's the only other trap I really vaguely rem- like. Is five remember. the only movie with a, a copycat, though? No. I haven't seen six, seven, or eight yet. So, oh, but no. I'm this far deep. I'm gonna finish it. Okay, let me let me. There check are multiple. Back with me. There, yeah, it gets really crazy. But well, three has a copycat too, Amanda. But she yeah, was there. It's a protege. Yeah, yeah, she was yeah, like she was inspired sucked. though. She was inspired by true. The copycat in five is a detective. What he becomes Jigsaw's yeah. apprentice yeah. in number five. Yeah, but that was his trap before he got picked up. Well, let's talk about the first one, Saw from 2004. This is directed by James Wan. We all know him by now. He did Aquaman. He did... The Aquaman. The Aquaman. He did Conjuring. 
Yeah. Fast and the Furious 2. Imagine seeing this yeah. movie and guess and like projecting his career, man. He has really become like a top tier Hollywood director. And I mean, this was his Saw. first this was his first go. With nuts. Right? Uh I think he's from Australia. And from what I read correctly, is they him and the actor who played um Adam, that's the writer. His name is Lee Wannell. Okay, so the writer is the kid who is he's in the, the other with guy Harry in the bathroom, Ulis. right? No. Oh um, boy, Here they wrote we go. it. They wrote it in Australia and couldn't get anybody to pick it up. Someone was like, "Hey, go to Los Angeles." So they came to Los Angeles and shot it short. It was like one part of the mo- Saw movie. Doesn't Australia have like really strict like violence like cinema yeah. laws? That, yeah, that's the wrong place to shop that <laughs> shit around. But brought it over to L.A. and and yeah, that little uh, you know ten minute clip got him a whole movie and turned it into almost a billion dollar franchise. Yeah, we actually uh, me and John were like flicking through the uh, extras on the uh, the digital copy I have and one of them was all like the shot the saw short film and I was like oh I guess they made a short film yeah, and that's no what they idea. shopped around oh that's but, nice um, it's included on the DVD yeah extras. it's included on the DVD extras that's cool and it looked kind of like cool and I was like okay so but yeah let's get into this plot because this is just insane so this one is starring Carrie I always fuck this guy's name up Carrie El- Elwes is El- it Yules? Yules? Yules. The dude from Princess Bride. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> Ules is Dr. Lawrence Gordon. Leigh Wannell is Adam. Danny Glover is Detective David Tapp. Ken Lang as Detective Stephen Singh. Shawnee Smith is Amanda. Michael Emerson is Zepp Hindle. And Tobin Bell is John Kramer slash Jigsaw. Yeah. Here's what the back of the VHS has to say about Saul. Check it out. It's a movie. Obsessed with teaching his victims the value of life, a deranged, sadistic serial killer abducts the morally wayward. Once captured, they must face impossible choices in a horrific game of survival. The victims must fight to win their lives back or die trying. That was surprisingly short. Compared to the trailer and every other bullshit that's convoluted in this movie, that is the most succinct yeah. back of the box ever. No and it's accurate. Un- yeah, no unspeakable horror. <laughs> <laughs> unspeakable horror. It's not the scariest things you've seen since Exorcist. No. Guys, can we make our own back of the boxes and use all the cliches and see how it turns out? Oh, that might actually be a good idea. Like that would be a good like segment to like yeah. go with our own back oh. of the box. Oh. Future cold open. That's it. We're gonna yeah. do it. Or maybe we can get some people to write in too. That may be fun. Ooh, that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Have people write in for the back of the boxes. Short back of the boxes. <laughs> yes, please. As short as I just read. Not as yeah. long as Poltergeist was. <laughs> oh my God. God. Poltergeist <laughs> is the back of the novel. The Pulitzer Prize, I mean, want novel that is known as the back of the Poltergeist DVD. So interestingly enough, uh, this one on Rotten Tomatoes has a 49% with the critics, but 84% with the audience. Wow. So the audience was much more accepting of this film. Uh, that's out of 852,496 reviews. Uh, 183. 85% of those people liked it? Yeah. All I right. gotta say, dude, I think part one's pretty good. Yeah, alright. on second watch, I enjoyed part one the moment I knew that I wasn't, I shouldn't be expecting a bunch of traps. Yeah, okay, you know Granted, what? Granted, there's some, there's some yeah. fucking convoluted bullshit plot stuff at the end. I'm sure that the, the critics are like, this is unnecessary. And there was a lot of scenes that were like, we don't need this. Like later on, we'll talk about a scene where we go to um, what's the kid's name in the the bathroom? Alan. Um, there's Adam, Adam. and uh, Doctor Lawrence. When we go to Adam's apartment and see that whole scene play out, I'm like, we could have cut this entire fucking thing out, and I would have not have been happier. 
Yeah, what did we say it was? 103 run uh, minute runtime. No, 143 minutes is no. what the it's it's hour, hour and 43. Oh, or 100, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's so long. The three hour epic known as Saw. <laughs> <laughs> Not since Lord of the Rings has something been submitted to film. Um, so this one kicks off with uh, waking up in a dark room uh, inside a bathtub. Right. This is going to come back to haunt the person in the bathtub. And raises immediately the first of many questions I have of how did this guy not drown? They show him in one of the later ones, putting him in the bathtub. I forget which one again, because they all blend together. Right. <laughs> so was he only in the bathtub for like 30 seconds? I think okay. so. Yeah, it was very short. Fair I enough. Think it, I think it was in two. No, it definitely wasn't in two. No, it was, no you're right. You're right. It wasn't in two. I think it's three. Maybe, Maybe I read it's three. That. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like yeah. it's real quick. It's real quick because he Listen lays to down. Listen us decide which episode it was, <laughs> which Saw movie. <laughs> Find, anyway. Find the red lady. Find the red <laughs> lady. Uh, but we're, we're, uh, we're, we see a man wake up in the bathtub. This is Adam. Um, he, his foot is tied to the drain and he pops the drain open and we watch something flush down the drain. Um, he starts to get his bearings and it's still dark. And then the light wakes up and they realize that they're locked and chained up inside of a public bathroom. This is like underneath a fucking building sewer yeah. like septic boiler room type thing. I mean thing. it's a tile But the room. room itself looked like some sort of restroom. It did have a bathtub. Maybe it was like an old like abandoned asylums like bathroom. Yeah. Yeah, it was, felt like a prison bathroom or a style, like some sort of mass There was bathroom. like shit caked on the walls and pipes like shit had been leaking out of the pipes down them so like there was that's true and the door that shut is one of those large heavy you right. know sliding we um, see where it is in later movies which doesn't make sense because it. there's no one that builds a bathroom in a facility of any kind that basically has a meat locker style sliding like warehouse door. Maybe he <laughs> built that room and took the time to tile maybe, it. Maybe he's a property owner. Saw yeah. nine. No, he's a we civil build engineer. the building. Yes. <laughs> House flip with Jigsaw. Yeah. No he's in a warehouse. That's where that bathroom is. The fucking with a G. It starts with a G. I don't remember. Gideon Warehouse or whatever. We find that out later. This is all information that comes to light later on. Again, yes. much like the stuff in this movie, we can just edit that out because it's not important. <laughs> <laughs> we asked where he was. He's in a warehouse. That's true. Yeah, but it's like, but it's so weird because it does not look like a warehouse bathroom. No, it there's does not. There's tile, there's like oh, mirrors, there's bathtubs. It's where they hang. Uh, you know what? Doesn't matter. Never it mind. Does, yes. Don't try I to justify up. it. They wake up in a fucking garbage town bathroom. Yeah, and uh, Dr. Lawrence flips on the light and they're trying to get their bearings and they see a dead body laying in the middle of the uh, the bathroom slash whatever the hell with a gun in his hand. Looks like he committed suicide and he's holding a tape player. So one thing that like the movie corrected me on right away that I was like when they woke up in that room and they like saw the dead body, I was all like, dude, the first thing you do is check to make sure that body's dead. Like you always make sure someone's dead. But then the movie was all like the chains are too short. And I was like, oh, thanks movie for stopping that one because i was yeah. like i was like check the body and no one could and i was like oh okay smart thanks i mean i guess they're close enough to get that tape player out of his hand well right? no he had to use his shirt to oh, kind of yeah, like yeah he starts right. like fishing it out of the hand and then the fucking bathtub stopper that he pulls out just happened to go right through the little loop of the tape i mean granted it's a movie yes. i'm gonna let some of it go but i was all like "Ooh, you're really pushing me to disbelief levels here you guys that was Way it would have been way harder than they they took them like three tries in real life. They've been doing that for like 45 fucking minutes. <laughs> I believed everything else in this movie more than I believed that. Yeah, <laughs> now had the timer started before they hit play? Um, I mean, it must have because they I pointed can't out remember. they pointed out the um, the clock, the clock, yeah. no, like so. I think so. I think that like the timer started because they don't remember besides, I think, other than turning on the lights and then the drain thing, I don't think they did much else. So what, what exactly is the point of this? What, what is Jigsaw trying to accomplish? 
by setting up this game. What the games are based on is the thing we learn at the very end. The whole movie plays out, and you see these events, you see the investigation by the cops, you see these tra- these traps, these puzzles, you see people's like abduction yeah. plots pe- play out, and then at the very end, you find out why these people were involved in this stuff. And what it is, is without spoiling the surprise at the end, like you find out that Jigsaw is doing this because John Marmaduke, whatever his name is, the guy who plays Jigsaw. like John Kramer. Oh, John Kramer. John Kramer. Uh, the reason John Kramer is doing this is because he's dying and he's doing these things to make people appreciate life because they don't appreciate the life they have. And so he's doing these elaborate setups to convince people, like, if you can get out of this, you'll appreciate life. You'll you'll embrace every moment as a gift because you almost died. And it's his little, like, kind of, fuck you, I'm dying, everyone else gets to live, you better appreciate it kind of thing because he has an inoperable brain tumor. And so that's why you find out why Jigsaw is doing what he does. Now, we don't know any of that till the very end of the movie. Like, yeah, I would say a large portion of this film is following around Danny Glover and his partner. Well, not not even like right away. Like the first third plays out with the fucking little like bathroom. Mm-hmm. Then the Danny Glover plot lines introduced out of nowhere, which is a flashback, I guess. Right. We want about the pre. Yeah, because so they're in the bathroom. I'm going to call it the bathroom. So. Carrie, what's Carrie Ulysses' character's name? Dr. Lawrence. Dr. Lawrence <laughs> is talking to Adam, and he's like, oh, I think I know who who did this. I think I know why we're in here. He's like, it's this guy named the Jigsaw Killer, and they never caught him. The cops thought I was him for a while. And then and we get lots of flashbacks of Danny Glover and his partner like Investigating some of the previous yeah. like um, Jigsaw crime scenes, as well as interrogating Dr. Lawrence and being like, it was you. He's like, no, it wasn't. I was fucking around on my wife, bro. And they're like, your alibi checks out. You were totally fucking around <laughs> your wife, We found bro. this nondescript flashlight that a yeah, doctor might like, have. But we have this laser pointer with your name on <laughs> it. We got your pen light, son. Yeah, it's like, like, well, there you go. Book me, Dano. Yeah, you know? fucking crack this case, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Side note, every little thing that happens in this movie is given a reason and a purpose in one of the later Saw films. Like that goddamn laser pointer, they show him planting it. Oh yeah, in like some... Saw Five. Again, <laughs> this this the first movie was the template for every little like ooh, this is how we'll tie it into we spend everything. Else. Six other movies explaining how this first movie happened, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly what it is. It's like I don't care. Let's keep going. Move yeah. down the timeline a little bit. <laughs> nope. But yeah, so Doctor Lawrence Carriulis is basically going to um, start telling the the history of of Jigsaw through flashbacks, which I don't know how he knows about what Danny Glover and stuff was doing, but the movie just kind of immediately takes you as a, a, a another omniscient, omniscient narrator. All-knowing narrator. All-knowing narrator. <laughs> Thank you, John. But the thing is, is the Danny Glover becomes almost... Um, Ahab. He becomes Ahab. Right. White so whales. He, he, he's yeah. like, he's staking out uh, Dr. Lawrence's home. But he's this is after, set. though. This is after his neck's been slashed. So that's the thing. Is, right. So it the thing get confusing is, with the flashbacks. This movie yeah. keeps jumping between different time frames, like this flashback. No, now it's not this far back. Now it's this far back. Now it's present. Now it's future. It's like it's like it it's jumps. like if Pulp Fiction were much shittier. <laughs> yes, there we go. <laughs> yes, it's it's very much like that. Um, so we basically through flashbacks see that Danny Glover and his partner um, are gonna are trying to catch the Jigsaw Killer. They've come across a couple of the. Um, the traps. And this is the moment within four or five minutes of movie. They show you all the traps that existed. They show you all the traps that existed 
all the stuff we saw in the trailer for like a minute and a half is basically literally yeah. like three minutes of movie. And then you see all the, the failed attempts, all the legit attempts. And then we find out that one trap was escaped by a woman named Amanda who is brought in to identify whether uh, Dr. Lawrence is the one who did it. And she's like, no, that wasn't him. So his alibi checks out. The, the, the witness can't identify him. And Amanda, later on, we find out is really important to the story. She used to be a junkie. And she's the one with the reverse bear trap. Oh, what a fucked up trap that was. Yeah, it was so crazy. And she's got to like stab a dude. She's like, the key's inside. And this is where we first get the jigsaw um, puppet. Hello, Amanda. You don't know me, but I know you. I want to play a game. Here's what happens if you lose. The device you're wearing is hooked into your upper and lower jaws. When the timer in the back goes off, your mouth will be permanently ripped open. Think of it like a reverse snare trap. Here, I'll show you. There is only one key to open the device. It's in the stomach of your dead cellmate. Look around, Amanda. Know that I'm not lying. You better hurry up. Live or die. Make your choice. Now I have a question. Do you guys find the jigsaw puppet creepy talking more scary than the pig face thing? Pig face thing does nothing to me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in, in neither of those really do a lot for me because I'm all, if I'm seeing that, I'm already in some kind of fucked up, much scarier situation, like a bear trap in my head. So just adding an extra like, layer of, okay. of creepiness does not in any way... Uh, uh, I will give you know what Amanda OG props though she's like all right guess I got to do this yeah she's she does not fucking hesitate the the puppet comes up and is all like all right this is what's going on this is the terrible jigsaw impression <laughs> so I apologize <laughs> listeners but he's like your your cellmate basically has the key to your your verse bear trap head thing in his stomach you gotta go cut him up I don't know why I sound like a southern like <laughs> yeah. angry like hillbilly but like oh, oh hey there man I won't play good all right you gonna sit down here for a minute okay there um so. She goes over there. I don't. Does she notice or does she not notice that the guy's still conscious? I don't think she. I don't think she cares. As of movie one, I don't think she knew until she had okay. to go for it. You know, okay. get that key out, and then she just starts fucking yeah. slashing and gutting. She's gonna get that key. She does get the key out of this dude's stomach, and then unlocks the bear trap just seconds before it explodes. Like reverse bear traps her head open, and so she makes it out. And so through this flashback, Danny Glover's like, you know, like. He wanted, you know, he wanted, he said he wanted you to feel, appreciate life. Do you? And she's all like, he saved my life. He saved my life. I used to be a junkie and I was going to die. And now he saved my life. And so <laughs> that's the end we ever see of Amanda um, in this movie. She mm-hmm. becomes really important later on. Yeah. Then we cut back to the bathroom where they're like now kind of trying to figure out the puzzle. They're starting to see some things. And then Adam pulls out a picture yeah, they, like, they start finding clues that are meant for them to view only and not tell the other person in the room. It'd be like, don't tell Adam, you know? And it's like, he's got a couple of cigarettes, right? Dr. Lawrence opens up the, this little thing, tin of cigarettes, and it's like, one of these is poison, you yeah, know? Yeah, one of them's poison. And the whole the whole focus of the, the bathroom trap with Dr. Dr. Lawrence and Adam is that Jigsaw wants Dr. Lawrence to kill Adam, and that will basically resolve this trap. That's the, yeah, if you kill Adam... Before six o'clock, 
you, I have your family. I've abduct, uh, abducted yeah. your family. I don't think there's any outcome where uh, Dr. Gordon gets to have a happy ending. It's his family gets abducted and they're He said he'll let the family one. go. Yeah. yeah. He's like, if you kill Adam, I'll let your family go. It's this big thing. A life for a life. You yeah. Know, a life for a life thing. Kind of yeah. Bullshit. It's fucking, oh, fucking annoying. <laughs> but um, they keep finding clues. So like telling about his family. He's like, they got my family. And he's all like, these are my kids. He throws Adam the pictures and he, Adam pulls out a picture of like his kids, like his kid and his wife, like bound up and gagged. And it's all like, you can see better in the dark than you can with your eyes open. So Adam's all like, let's turn the lights off. And then they see an X on the wall. And then he's like, how did you know that? And he's like, Oh, I just, I just kind of figured it out. Intuition. He so says. at this point though, like, I don't think it ever says don't tell the other person. They just start being shitty and not telling each other th- what's going on. I think he just relies on the fact that they're both going to be shady motherfuckers. Yeah, I suppose. I'm pretty positive the cigarette one said, don't tell Adam. I think it said, shh, yeah, yeah. on the top of the, um, I say, shh, like S-H-H-H-H-H. Yeah. Yeah. Adam just chose not to tell him, hey, I've got a picture of your wife bound up. I don't think he wanted to spook him. Yeah, and that's you know? fair. I mean, you're kind of, you don't want to like freak the dude Especially out. Especially when the point of the game is kill Adam before six o'clock or your family dies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they find out the mirror is like one-way mirror, a one-way mirror. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I can't talk today. And so they break that mirror and they find out there's a camera there. So yeah, they're, they're piecing it all together. And as this goes on, then we cut back to Danny Glover, who's now gone full Ahab in an apartment that has a camera looking into Dr. Lawrence's office or his house. Cause he's convinced that the doctor they let go is the jigsaw killer. And then we cut back to the bathroom and I'm like, well, what the fuck was the point of that? And it's just to basically show that Danny Glover's still out on the case. Lost his mind now. I think the movie does do a little better job than us stumbling over it, though. You it, know does. It, it, it does. It does a much okay. better job. There are moments where you're like, wait, when is this? Like, when does this take place? That you've got to kind of think of. I think feel like this movie bit. would have been better if they had actually had, like, stronger transitions. Like, when we actually go to a different time frame, maybe do a fade out. You know, not a long one, but just kind of like a fade out. So we know that there's going to be like, this is a hard transition, not just a cut. It happens to too often else. though. That would have been distracting. All those little fades. Oh, that's a good point. There's a fuck ton of they them. Lo- there. Yeah. They like cut, 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 cut. That would have been really distracting. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Do you I mean, think this movie would have played out better if it was one continuous timeline. I think it would have played out better if it was just two continuous timelines, the past and the present and not cutting so frequently between the two, which they do multiple times yeah. or have like a different color theory, like a color scheme, like all those scenes are lit in like greenish tint as opposed Warm to the versus day. cold colors. Yes. That kind of thing. Something sure. to really kind of like differentiate because it wasn't until like, like we do another flashback where we see um, Danny Glover and um, his partner, this is what you were talking about, Mark, where they find his hideout. Right. They infil- infiltrate his hideout, and there's a man strapped to a chair with two power drills of, of some kind just pointed at the side of his heads, and it's just closing in, and it doesn't really look like there's a way to stop it. Yeah, they, they nah. basically find this. It looked like just murder, a murder trap. <laughs> yeah. It did, but I think maybe he was just testing or something, but I don't know. But like, yeah. So they find it, and they're like, hey, we found his base. And they're like, well, he's not here yet. And he walks in unexpectedly. Right, they caught him off guard, and then he activated the trap. Well, it's your it's your standoff. Like basically, like they've got Jigsaw, who's got a hood on, so we don't know who he is. And he's all like, "You got a choice. You can either stop this trap, which is going to drill into this old man's head, or you can take me out." And they try to do their best. And in the the process, what Danny Glover gets his neck slashed open. Right, he gets cut, but not deep enough to kill him. Yeah. So he survives, and his partner starts chasing down Jigsaw. 
runs into a hallway and, and hits a tripwire that's uh, attached to a shotgun that's Multiple right above his head. Multiple above oh. the head, so it like shoots shotguns down into his body, yeah. which tears him up. Mm. That was actually that's really cool. Like, well, I really honest. thought that was like that was a cool fucking kill. Out yeah. of all the ways people go in this movie, that's probably the fastest and most True. cleanest way for yourself to he go. He probably didn't really realize <laughs> what had happened. He was yeah. Well, he looks up real quick and realizes, but like honestly, you got maybe a few seconds yeah. and realize you just got shotgunned by three shotguns. Cool, I'll take that. Yeah. You didn't have to make that choice. You kind of like, right. well, it's fucked up. I can deal with that. Hey, you're not in razor wire. You're not covered in flammable jelly, and you don't have to saw your leg off. So, hey. Oh, wait to spoil so the end, Mark. Hey, what is my name? John? No. <laughs> but no, I mean, we, we've already kind of touched a little bit on the end, but like, there's one big surprise we're saving. But yeah, so we find out that uh, Danny Glover almost died in the process. His partner definitely did die, and Jigsaw <laughs> got away. Um, didn't he didn't shoot we, him? He, yeah, he, he shot shoot like him. in the leg or something like that. The someone did. Someone shot him in the leg. Yeah, Jigsaw. Jigsaw limps away. Yeah. yeah. And then we cut back to the bathroom again. They start to realize, like, okay, this is some fucked up shit. They come with an elaborate ruse to kind of trick them. Yeah, it's like let's pretend like I killed you. Like that's the whole point of the game, right? So if Adam pretends like he's dead, maybe they'll unlock the doors yeah. and we can overpower him and get the fuck out of here. Dad, I've done it. I've killed him with the poison, just like you want. Now, where's my family? Where are they? Well, they don't know they're attached to an electrical current. Yeah, their chains are like have electrical charge on them so they can like be electrocuted. That so. was the second big thing that I just did not buy. I, once I thought that guy was drowning, this one, there's no fucking way well, that would is, work. He's in a tub full of water. How do you have electrical current running through that fucking right. chain without like the having, circuit? Yeah, like, there's like, come on, man. And the chain is so loose on that fucking pipe. I mean, if for that to have worked, they would have had to put so much amperage through it, it would have killed him. It wasn't like a stun gun type situation. You'd be dead. Yeah, it really is just kind of like a stun gun type charge. But anyway, they... The the person watching on the camera, he stuns them to be like, okay, you were trying to trick me, whatever. Which I guess now is a good time to mention Zep. Yes. Zep. Uh, Zep is like a janitorial uh, employee of the hospital. He's a, what do they call them? The people that walk around and help out? Oh, uh, what? Disorderly? Disorderly. And that no, is uh, like, yeah. an or, like the orderly. Cute yeah. fat boys. <laughs> stick it. Ha, 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 stick it. Uh, an orderly, if you will. Yes. Um, it looks, uh, Zep was also um, finagled into some sort of test for Jigsaw as well. Yes. Yeah. So what we was first, his problem? What was his evilness that made Jigsaw? Oh, there was no. He I seemed gotta like be a honest, good guy. You guys are going to have to fill in the gaps for me after watching five of these. Again, they all blend together. <laughs> so, so I don't remember Zep's story particularly well. When we first, at the very beginning, when um, Carrie Ulis, Carrie Ulis is basically flashing back to tell like, oh, I know who Jigsaw is. The first time we're introduced to him is he's a, he's a surgeon. He's all like, okay. This patient has an inoperable frontal lobe tumor extending across the midline, started as colon cancer. The patient has come in for a standard checkup by which we are able to monitor the rate at which his condition is declining. The patient had... His name is John. Dr. Gordon. He's a very interesting person. Thank you for that information, Zeb. As you can see, our orderlies form very special bonds with the patients. Continuing on, the patient...
basically lose like a lot of these guys get too attached to the yeah and so that's when you find out that zepp knew john nice guys the the jigsaw killer um side note zepp played by one of the guys in lost and the second detective was also in lost i noticed that i noticed the second detective was was a he was a main character in Lost. Whatever, I yeah. fuck Lost. <laughs> wow, hot take. Um, fuck Lost. I don't know if it's that hot. I think most people are kind of cold, at least on that ending. Yeah, but that's, that's a story true. for another day. But, um, for Lost So, talk. yeah. So, we find <laughs> out that Zepp is the one that's watching through the camera that's been looking into this bathroom with um, Dr. Lawrence and Adam. And Zepp is the one that has abducted Dr. Lawrence's family. And he's got them tied up in his house. So... Does he have, like, a backpack attached to him? I think so. Like some sort of bomb or something. I thought he was just going to shoot him. I thought he just had, had to shoot him. Yeah, because well, no, basically Zep had something attached. Zep had to choose, but yeah, Zep had oh, something on yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, I think that was his like trap or whatever. Yeah, his okay. trap, and it was like you had to either kill an innocent family or something. I don't know why Zep had to do what he had to do. I don't know if that was made clear in this movie. Or I may have just fucking glossed. I don't think over they it. really do. I think this movie doesn't do a great job of explaining why these people get picked compared to other movies where Okay, here, I've got it right in front of me. Uh, Zepp had a slow-acting poison in his blood, which would kill him within a few hours. To attain the antidote, he had to abduct Allison and Diana Gordon, Dr. Lawrence's wife and kid, um, hold them hostage for the duration of Lawrence's game while he uh, observed through the the monitor. If Lawrence failed to kill his opponent, um, Zepp would have to kill the wife. And then after that, he would get his antidote, I guess. But why was Zepp poisoned, though? Because only, he only picks people that I think that he doesn't start doing that until number two. I think in this one, he just picked this was a, whoever this was a, he like, needed They to. wrote in that whole like, oh, everyone should make me a, a pawn in the game. Yeah. yeah everyone I, should be a little evil or it's something. It's movie two or three that they start iterating that, hey, Jigsaw picks people and it's gives two. them a choice. It's two. To yeah. redeem themselves. Because everyone in two has a lengthy Go little monologue yeah. about like why they're there. Um, Maybe, so. I wonder when this movie came out if there's a lot of like pushback on it and like, man, how are you going to fuck up like innocent people? So then they're like, all right, all these people are guilty of something, like whatever. Or maybe they thought of like a better plot yeah. device to oh, like make yeah. it like more valid. But yeah, so Zep is the one that um, is holding the family hostage. The time runs out. Zep's like, well, I got to kill you now. Sorry, <laughs> your, your husband didn't do what he's supposed to do. At this point, the wife has like gotten loose. Yeah, she overpowers him and takes the gun. Yeah. Now, the thing about this is Ahab Danny Glover has a camera that's pointing at Carrie Ulysses' house. He's Carrie so house. shitty at his job. Because he's just like, he's convinced. So he sees someone inside um, Dr. Lawrence's house, and he's all like, what are you doing in there? Does, does Dr. No- Lawrence know you're in his house? Doesn't know that that's Zepp, but... He sees that, and then when um, Zep's like, I got to kill you because the time's up, Danny Glover's like, oh, shit, that's not the doctor. I'm going to go break into the doctor's house. So well, During the struggle, he hears the gun go off and yes. sees the flashes. He's like, shit, I got to go be a cop now. So he runs it, but he's been discharged. So this is kind of his own like personal he's vendetta. Guy. Yeah, he's a like a vendetta cop. <laughs> vendetta cop. <laughs> summer. That's not a title it should be. So he runs over there. He basically like helps the wife and kid get free. Zep ends up like running away. He ends up following Zep because he thinks Zep might be the jigsaw killer at this point. And that's when we get the shitty car chase where we get cuts back and forth right. with the typo negative music playing. And then Zep drives back to Jigsaw's warehouse where the doctor and Adam are doing their test. And as they're running up to that room, Danny Glover and uh, Zepp get in a struggle and Danny Glover gets shot to the chest. 
Yeah, he just straight up dies. Yeah. Yeah. He's a terrible cop in this movie. He really is not, bad. He is not lethal weapon material no. in this movie. And as that's going down, Dr. Lawrence basically just loses. Like, you find out that they know each other. You find out that Adam has been tracking Dr. Lawrence to basically expose his infidelity. Dr. Lawrence is like, fuck you. You lied to me. They're all hostile to each other. But he didn't cheat on his wife. He says, I didn't cheat on her. And then the flashback shows him being like, no, we can't do this, actually. See, I thought maybe they had cheated once before. And he was like, this can't go on. Well, they, they make it seem like he was about to go through the motions, got cold feet, and yeah. walked out. Okay. Oh, he's a good guy then. Well, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like he didn't I know, do I'm, what I was sarcastic. Well, Mark, I think sorry. he is. I mean, I still don't understand besides... You That's know, called emotional cheating, John. That's still no, no. not okay. Okay, but is it enough to chain someone in the bathroom? <laughs> I don't know. We'll find out. Mm. But um, audience, what you don't know is Mark and John are both trained to this table right now. <laughs> I will saw John in half to get out of here. I promise you that. I've got a five dollars <laughs> Chili's coupon here. Whoever yeah. can kill the other one, I will saw John in half to get that Chili's coupon. But yeah, so um, well, he gets a he gets a series of phone calls. Uh, Doctor Lawrence, through all of this, is the calm and cool, collected one. Um, it's Adam, the photographer, who's freaking, freaking out, out the yeah. whole time. Yeah. It's not until the second phone call that his wife is starting to struggle, hear the gun go off. Oh, this the whole is thing all was on the Zep. phone. Yeah, the whole was thing Zep. was Zep. And then Dr. Lawrence loses it. Because he thinks his wife and kid have been killed at this point. Yeah, he right. has a special phone that can only receive calls, can't make Which calls. Which all cell phones back in the like early 2000s could do. Yeah, that was the yeah. standard mode we all had back then. Stupid as hell. But. Early, early on in the bathroom scene, uh, Adam digs his hand through a disgusting fucking commode looking for a bag and then finds out it's in the actual water receptacle of the toilet and pulls out a bag of salt. Bet he felt real stupid after yeah. that. He even says, Oh, salt. <laughs> I just got that. Yeah. Oh, this is fucking stupid. Well, I guess jigsaw <laughs> also could be part of it, but absolutely. Fuck There's this. multiple saws. I seen it. Oh, see, yeah. the saw. I assumed that this movie was named after what's about to happen. Yeah. So uh, early on, <laughs> they're presented with these saws. Um, they won't wait. They won't cut through the chain, and Adam, Adam tries immediately breaks, breaks his, his yeah. saw like within two seconds of trying <laughs> He's to really saw shitty. himself. Yeah, you think saw, man? Also, look how thick those fucking chains were, dude. You had the shittiest saw. It's like a really thin handsaw. It it would have taken him. It I was don't know, a hacksaw. It yeah. was like a, a real tiny rusted hacksaw. It would have taken him like ten years to cut through those chains. Oh yes, absolutely. But after the phone calls and the struggle that Doctor Lawrence hears over the phone. He goes into, I have to do whatever it's going to take to get me out of here to save my family. So he proceeds to saw his foot off. Get it? Saw his foot off. Do you think he would have had better luck sawing through those shitty pipes they were connected to? They were rusted and gross. I feel like you could have like like shoulder tackled those pipes and knocked them loose. They didn't even try attacking the pipes. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. But that's also a good question because... When um, Adam wakes up in the bathtub from like submerged, I can breathe underwater, Aquaman style. James Wan's got a thing where people breathing underwater. Yeah, that's true. This is the this is the start of it. This <laughs> is the, this was the, the first scene that got drop him Aquaman. in the bucket. If you He's will, Atlantean. yeah, boom. He wakes up in a panic. He's like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" And then Carrie is like, "Hold on, like I found a light." And they turn the light on, and he's like, "I've been awake. I've been trying this." And it's like. Did you not try like fucking like yelling at the dead body? Have you not tried anything? Like, what did he try? Some he didn't even he try like, turning on the lights. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like he just sat there until like, well, I'll figure this out eventually. I was like, you fucking. He's gonna loser. think his way out of this problem. But anyway, yes. Yeah, so he <laughs> saws his fucking foot off, and in a like last ditch effort to like, I've got to get to this phone. Right. That can only receive calls, I guess, to make sure my wife's okay. But what's so different about this movie compared to what 
happens in the rest of sides, you, they don't actually show a lot of him sawing his own foot off. They show yeah. a little bit of it and then cut yeah. away. They show him cut into it, and I thought they were going to show the whole thing. Yeah. No, they don't. Later on, they get like deep into right. the Right. Like, in my memory, I remembered, apparently, incorrectly, them showing a lot more of them sawing than he did. In that, that movie, 127 hours with fucking Franco oh, cutting through his kid, arm. Yeah, yeah, with the like, rock. That yeah. showed more gore than this movie. Yeah. But I think that says a lot to not showing, you know? Right. Like, it was a you lot. You build it in your mind. Yeah. And to be fair, there was also more like intense, <clears throat> excuse me, by not showing it because it was just like, you don't know how fast, how crazy oh, it was like. 100%. Oh, my God. And then Carrie Lowell does work. some really good acting during this moment. Yeah. Man. I am convinced actually, this guy's lost okay. his shit. Agreed. You know? Yes, that's the only moment he's a good actor. His <laughs> accent goes from like whatever accent he normally has to like, I'm John from Detroit, you know, to like, I'm a British actor. It is like, he goes back and forth <laughs> yeah. between those two. It's like, pick a fucking accent, bro. I he's under stress. Really, okay. He doesn't actually go for the phone. I just remember this because we just watched this part. He remember he he in a panic cuts off his foot, goes for the gun, and then shoots fucking. Yeah, he says Adam you have to die. Yes, for my family to live, and now, he shoots do Adam. Do you think he meant to not kill him? Oh, I think that was just a was happy a accident. I think he meant to because he says you were only shot in the shoulder. Like, doesn't he tell him that? Like, you, yeah, he's yeah, like, but, I'm gonna get help, right? You're not going also, to die yet. Like, That's a movie thing, though, because if you get shot in the yeah, shoulder, you're for fucking, sure. you, you, you don't you just get brush fucked that up. off, yeah. yeah, you're still shot, like, yeah, but also, it's like, oh, I'm gonna you go. stubbed your toe real hard. Yeah. Imagine that shit, like, like commit. you're gonna die if you don't treat that toe. Like, oh, I'm gonna go get help. It's like, no, you're not, dude, you're absolutely <laughs> not gonna get help. You sawed your foot off, yeah, and he's you're all the- pale and he can't <laughs> fucking move, he's just like dragging himself with his hands. Now, this is where I get confused because this is the crescendo this is the final like fucking like where everything's like happens and is revealed you know it is because they play the saw theme so it's like i'll pay attention to this part i I, I didn't notice there was a theme okay mud vein i don't even remember (laughs) no they play that every time they do they explain the whole movie to you there's a theme is there a saw rap i'm not familiar with no it's an instrumental i I still stand by every movie should have a rap about what we just saw especially for saw movies that would be awesome (laughs) yeah but um no so danny glover just gets killed outside this room by zepp carrie ewells just shoots adam through the fucking shoulder um after sawing off his foot zepp comes into the room and is gonna kill has to kill um well, zeb dies yeah but he has to kill carrie yule's character and that's when adam jumps oh, up and grabs him because of the rules like they didn't get the timer they get they did all this after the timer right. expired so they had to so die he still had to do his part of the game do you, kill, had the, to, do you kill the family like the family live or do you have to kill the right because zeb's still right. trying to get his antidote yeah okay so he comes in to kill dr lawrence carrie yule's character and then um, Adam jumps up and overpowers Zep and then shoots Zep. And then that's when Carrie Yules goes like, you got to get out of here and go help my family or some shit like that. Here's what I don't wait. Maybe they covered this because they do a good job of covering their bases. So I might have missed it. But if I got a note that was like, hey, you have a slow acting poison in your body. You have six hours or you have to kill his family. Why don't he just go to the ER? Hey, you know, Jigsaw, because apparently he's famous. He says I got injected by slow acting poison. Can you run some blood work, maybe? I don't know. I'd even I don't even not even try. I would believe Shh. immediately if someone was Plot like holes. We don't speak of them. So Adam killed Zepp with the toilet lid. Oh, the toilet lid. That's yeah, right. He bashed his head in with the top of the toilet. Um, I guess because again he didn't kill him when he shot him, or Doctor Lawrence didn't kill Adam. Yeah. Oh, but would a fucking shot 
arm. You're not bashing anybody's You're head. You're not with picking anything. up over your head yeah. anything. You you could barely. Yeah. Fucking Zepp worked at a hospital. All right, I'm gonna fa- if yeah, get off. Yeah. Just let of it this, go, John. But- let it go, man. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, he he takes out. But the thing is, Adam's still chained to the the fucking the pole. Right. And then that's when the big reveal happens. Yeah. Apparently, Doctor Lawrence just leaves the room. Yeah, he crawls He's out. Like, says, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go, go get, get help. help, and we don't ever see what the oh, fuck I happened fucking to missed him. That. Again. I didn't mm. see that shit at all. I assume he just went out in the hall and died. I, he fucking killed himself out of, <laughs> out of <laughs> yeah. you know. In uh, future installments, they tell you what happens. Yes, they actually did. I miss it. It's in, in the wiki. No, it comes in no, it's the later. next movie. Oh, six. God damn it! It's in the yeah. wiki. It's of in course, the wiki. We still have to revisit this one scene. Of yes. course, nothing does not get touched right. on. I cannot wait to hear your thoughts on what happens. Actually, <laughs> in Saw Nine, you actually get to see one of the characters go buy the cigarettes, <laughs> take pack it really good, take out two cigarettes, dip one in blood, and then put them in a little box. Basically, it's just like a Mary Kondo, like what brings you joy or whatever the fuck <laughs> oh, that God. is. It's like it's just him like picking the things he wants saw 10 is a meta film and you watch james wan film this movie it's just behind the scenes footage yeah james wan is actually in a saw trap where he has to film this movie by a certain time or else he will get killed himself james wan i want to play a game his hands are like duct taped to a camera and the camera will basically suck him through the feed if he doesn't um but anyway yeah so that plays out. Evidently, fucking Dr. Lawrence leaves the room. And that's when the corpse stands that's up. That's when the corpse in the middle room gets up. <gasps> what? Pulls Whoa! off the prosthetic makeup on his head that makes him look like he's been shot in the head. And that's when you realize it's John. And then this is where the movie hits 2004 peak. We get an entire oh, recap man. of a, everything we've seen, all the backstory. Yeah. All the lead up to the, stuff the whole movie see. in like 30 seconds and 30 seconds chopped up, edited, basically showing you that um, that's where we find out that John, a.k.a. Jigsaw, is doing these things to make people appreciate life because he has an inoperable brain tumor and this is going to be his legacy. This recap happens in every Saw film Are from here on out. Yep. Yes. Every even in number five. I just finished for I come over they do the same fucking shit. And that's Why? when they play the theme. You can't remember the Saw <laughs> no, theme. <I> don't. <laughs> it's unforgettable new metal garbage, man. I, I don't guess know what that's it is. if you come into each movie fresh and you'd never seen any Saw film before. You're like, oh, so yeah. that's but if what they it was were about. Recapping past Saw movies, that would make sense. They're like, hey, did you fall asleep for the last hour and a half? We got you covered. They do show you the last thirty seconds in it's, this. Recap. It's like if every NBA. <laughs> Finals, they just recap the history of the 1993 Bulls, like, <laughs> finals victory. Like, by the way, this is what it is. It feels so insulting. They're like, we know you couldn't figure this out unless we literally spelled it out for you. Oh, so. they spell it out for you really fast, but yeah. they spell it out. And then you finally realize, but this is the part that I didn't, I didn't understand. Maybe you guys can, like, clear this up for me. Jigsaw gets up, mm-hmm. leaves the room, and then closes the door on Adam. Right. Yells game over at him and shuts yeah, the door. What, was, what was Adam's game? What was Adam supposed to Adam's do? Adam's game was to die. Really? Yeah. Like yeah. John was saying, it wasn't until movie two that every person in the game had a purpose. So literally John was, or, so literally Adam was just a, a fucking yeah. piece of the puzzle that was supposed to get taken out. It, so was Zepp. It does so not Zep. make a lot of Zep sense. And Zepp and Adam were just basically bullshit pawns. Right. Which is especially uh, stupid because in movie three, he goes on and on and on about how he doesn't like murderers and everyone has to have a choice and yeah that's a bit of a problem yeah it totally they totally kind of i guess they don't retcon it because they never even multiple multiple occasions in the sequels he says i detest murder i've never murdered anyone everyone has a choice i've just done everything to basically force you to do some shitty stuff adam had no choice and his only choice was to drown 
<laughs> he could either. Well, I know he said Adam was there because like you're a peeper, like you just a voyeur. You don't you you don't like, do anything good for society. Job, it's like that's fine. He doesn't do anything good for society, but he's not a piece of shit. Like right. he's not like fucking like raping kids or anything. He's just doing his job. He's a private eye. Okay, you don't like private eyes. I get it. Don't fucking yeah. like just. Well, but apparently when, he ain't good enough to redeem. He's well, just there to die. Jigsaw stands up. And I see he's got that little white soul patch strip fucking mustache that was so popular in the early 2000s. I was like, fuck you. I was like, learn to shave, asshole. It's amazing he can hold his breath for six hours. Well, I think he like, I think he was drugged. Right. Because they talk about some drugs he uses earlier that like makes it look like someone's in like a coma. Yes. Like the in guy who had to get three, his stomach cut open. They, they show, show him preparing for this. But it's still, uh, so does he drug still himself? breathe. He puts it, he like syringes himself with yeah. some sort of chemical that is going to slow his So it makes rate. it look like you're dead, but right. you're yeah, not yeah, fully yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So he's slow breathing then. Yeah. I'm not buying it. That, but anyway. Now but, that I now that I thought about the Zep thing, that actually literally ruins the movie for me. I had never thought about it before <laughs> this fucking podcast. Yeah, it's just and it's actually this is one of those movies that actually has like a real bummer downer ending, kind of like, oh shit, the everyone bad guy loses, wins yeah. and everyone fucking loses. Well, let's say if you only watch the first one in a bubble, then it doesn't really matter. It's not until the sequels that they cause the problem of, oh, I don't actually kill and everybody gets to get yes. redeemed. True, true. Again, this one kind of stands on its own. There's a reason it, it only cost a million bucks and made like a hundred million, whatever the yeah. fuck it was. Right. It is, yeah, I guess it is completely separate from what becomes quote unquote saw lore, I guess. What I would have really liked to have seen though is like like an outtake or something like that, where it's basically uh Carrioles like like dressed as like the dread pirate Roberts, like chained to one of the fucking like mm. shitty pipes, and like, the other side it's Wallace Shawn is like I clearly can't choose the thing in front of you because I could die. And it's just like a fucking burglar princess bride. Like that'd be such a great to edit that in. Someone out there edit that shit in, man. I want to saw like princess bride mashup. Never saw your leg off against a, a Sicilian. A Sicilian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess John Kramer was only mostly dead. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, yes. John, you win. Uh, that is awesome. But yeah, so that's Saw. I mean, honestly, it's not bad. It just, when it, it was it was presented as something clearly different when it first came out. Yes. And I, I am not a huge fan of like being like, this is not horror. But I agree with Mark. This is a police procedural movie. It is really not a horror movie. It's a thriller, maybe. Like It's like a, it's like a really dark Law & Order episode about the Riddler yeah. in Gotham. You know, we, we kind of said the same thing about The Ring that it had a lot of like investigative journalism going on with some hints of horror, but I'd say that one had more than this yeah, one. Yeah, considerably more. Yeah, that's true. Like the, I think the later series are definitely horror. They're, I mean, torture porn, gore horror, but they are horror. This one though, I don't even think it's, it doesn't get there. Like even its most famous yeah. scene is way more tame than you probably remember. I would almost put this in the same category as a Sixth Sense. It feels like we're still trying to do that early 2000s twisty yeah. goo at the end. Oh, look, uh, he wasn't dead the whole time he was just laying there. Big reveal. And it seems like every sequel also had to try to do the little twist at yeah. the end that they continue. But it to becomes less and less important like That's as true. the series goes on. Now, now I'm wondering what was I like saw. the twist, though. I like the fact that yeah. he was there the whole time. I really enjoyed that twist. But I guess, again, I left that movie the first time going like, where's the traps? 
Like yeah. this is what this is what I was sold. I got the old bait and switch. Right. But then they come back and they're like, "All right, y'all want traps? Here we go." True. And, and I think, they fucking I think that was up. the feedback. I think yeah. that was like we were promised traps. We got like How about five a house of full of traps. Like, yeah. But now imagine an M Night directed Saw. Yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> that would have been a very different movie. A very slow, slow, yeah. slow movie to it a It would have focused final. a lot more, I think, on Donald Glover. I think so, too, and I would have been yeah. okay with that. Yeah. I yeah. thought this movie definitely needed more Donald Glover. Yeah, that's what I think would have happened. No, Danny Glover. Danny! Stop saying Donald fuck Glover. Him. Fuck you, Donald Glover. Actually, yeah, what I are like the, some of your stuff. I know, I really like Donald. Donald Glover. What are the odds that two people <laughs> with such close names would be... Glover is not that common of a fucking last name. <laughs> and be totally unrelated yeah. at that. Um, last thing I wanted to mention on this is that uh, actor Lay Whannell, uh, who play Adam in the film... Uh, co-wrote this, and he wrote... And is the world's greatest actor. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> you know uh, what? He did great at the part where he's supposed to badly act dying. <laughs> I don't know if he was meant to badly act dying. Oh, yeah. It no, it was supposed to be. And yeah. I, I expected a line at some point. It's like, that's the best you could do. And I was like... So his shitty acting helped that scene. Anyway, Mark, I'm sorry. We were interrupted. He also wrote Saw 2 and 3, and he wrote all of the Insidious films and directed wow. Insidious, Insidious 3, and the recent movie that came out this uh, last year, Upgrade. Hmm. One could argue that he directed probably the weakest Insidious film, but the fact that he wrote the other ones, That's fucking impressive. bang on. I, I don't think Saw was a bad movie. Like overall, I would I would recommend Saw, but I would also set the expectations. If someone like, oh, that's the movie with all the traps, I'd be like, yeah. not this one. It's not what you think it is. Watch like, the first two together, and I feel like you'll get a, a yeah. good like fulfillment of what you were in for for the whole time. Yeah, I would say watch one, two, and three. That's a nice little trilogy circle. You know, at the end, three of, does touch a lot on like the first one, right? And more so at, than the second. At one. At the end of three, I mean, fucking spoiler for three, but he does die. That's like the end, and. Yeah. Cool, you're done. You don't have to start in the well, weird. Does he though? Because doesn't Jigsaw? Isn't he back in Jigsaw? I think oh, one's like, a prequel or something. Oh, okay, okay. Oh no, Jigsaw, the most recent one, I think, is its own new standalone story. It's like not a meant soft to, reboot. Yeah, it's not meant to tie uh, into. Which the honestly, they needed to do. If right. I'm about to get into six and it's still the same weekend. Yeah, <laughs> like it's a man as abandoned child, grown up to be. Yeah, no but. shit. Um, I'd recommend the first three as well. If you really want to go past that, I'd say go for it. They're there, but really after three, you can call it a day and say, I think I got the gist. Yeah. If you're, if you're a horror fan, get dive into all three. If you just want to like sample this, I'd say just watch one and leave it alone. I'll, you can get I don't more, know. If you're only you going to watch get, one no, song no, you movie? can get you can get more out of watching the first three. You'll get more of the like, the like, oh, this is actually a really complex kind of thing. But I feel like as a standalone movie, you just want to watch one. Because once you start getting into two and three, that's when you start getting to like, like, what do you mean you don't kill? Like, what do you mean you don't do this? Mm. Where did you have the time? Look, I work a fucking full-time job. I do a <laughs> podcast. I have art fucking grind on the side. You know, like, I occasionally get to date ladies, you know. But... I don't have time for any extra shit. Where do you find the time to basically set up these kind of traps? He's an unemployed cancer patient. All he has is time. <laughs> right. And that's what they get into, too. It's like, how is a cancer patient doing all this fucking but I don't know. Shit? I, would, I don't know that if you're only going to watch one Saw movie, I would recommend Saw. Because I think you're going to walk away with a misunderstanding of what made the Saw franchise much more famous. Are you saying to watch a different Saw? No, I'm saying watch Saw 1. Yeah, I'm saying if I, if I were to tell someone only watch one Saw movie, I don't think it would be Saw 1. 
I would definitely say be Saw 1. Like, I think yeah. they're going to walk away not understanding then what Saw became and what the other but nine movies. they need to. If you're I only giving that, them one, that's what that, yeah. People are like, oh, Saw is so this and this. They're going to be like, really? Because I didn't think that. And they're going to, like, I would say maybe If you two. missed out on this far, though, like, if, if, like, Star Wars, for instance, you wouldn't start someone on fucking, like, go watch Empire, bro. Like, you know, you want a self-contained kind of movie. You kick them up with, like... Theoretically, they're all self-contained. Don't worry. They'll catch you up on what happens in many flashbacks. <laughs> I feel like this is too important to the rest of the films to just, like, not start with this one. You know what I mean? Like, they all build on the events of Saw 1. Yeah, when they one. show you him planting evidence for the first one and stuff like that, you're like, well, what it the fuck is that? It doesn't happen until Saw 3. You could watch Saw 2 without... So are you saying okay, you yes. watch Saw okay. 2? Yeah, Saw I would actually say Saw watch 2. Saw 2 is probably the most self-contained, like not directly super like deep tethered connected to the main plot line. It does take place. That's the, how they retcon too. not retcon it, but that's how they like made yeah. it. It's like, Oh, it was taking place over here at the same exact time. I would say watch saw two because it is much more like what every other saw movie is than the first saw. If you're only going to watch one and you want to get a feel for what does this franchise actually feel like saw two is a way better representation than saw one. No other movie like at least through Jigsaw feels anything like Saw 1. But I feel like that's what kind of makes it kind of good. Right. I mean, you should probably watch two, like one and two, I would say together, but... I think Saw 1 is a better film, but what John is saying, if this you want a representation of it, the franchise, the franchise as a whole, whole right. then watch, watch number Saw 2. two. Okay. Yeah, and I that's can, fair, I can get on board with that. I, I still think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else to add on this before we wrap it up? Nope. No. It has been said. We've all said it. Okay. <laughs> Well, go saw your legs off, and we'll see you next week. Don't really saw your legs <laughs> off. We will not be held responsible. Or do. We're not the boss of you. <laughs> That's true. You want to do it? Do it. All right. We'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us.